Hello, and welcome to the Notary Business Talk, the podcast dedicated to sharing ideas, strategies, and techniques to help grow your business and improve your life. And now, with more than two decades of notary business experience, your host, Abraham Zamora, the notary entrepreneur. Well, hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Notary Business Talk. My name is Abraham Zamora, and I am the notary entrepreneur. And in this episode, we're going to talk about the one thing that is killing your notary business success. If you feel like you're stuck, if you feel like you've gone through all of these trainings and courses and you've watched the YouTube videos and you've heard the podcast and you still feel stuck, you haven't moved forward and you're not doing what you thought you wanted to do when you first started this business, there's one reason why this is happening. And I'm going to tell you guys, First, a story of my daughter and her experience when she was transitioning from middle school to, pardon me, from elementary to middle school. Now, how many of you, by a show of hands, have kids? Okay, good. Now, how many of you have nieces and nephews? Great. How many of you were once kids yourselves? Cool. If you didn't raise your hand, I... You may need to listen to a different show. Okay. My daughter, if some of you know my story, was homeschooled by me for essentially her whole life until the end of her last year in middle school, pardon me, in elementary, where I decided I was going to put her in public school. Now, this was during COVID, so her experience Entering this public school system was through online distance learning because that's what everybody was doing a year ago when COVID was happening. So she got a few months of public school experience, but she had never actually been physically in a school because she had been with me the whole time. I was homeschooling her. We would just do things on the road. So she was very nervous. She didn't know what to expect. And she began to create these these ideas in her head that this this bad stuff was going to happen to her, like she was going to get bullied because she heard stories or she saw it on TikTok that kids bully in school or that kids were going to make fun of her because, you know, she has a uh, she has a hard time sometimes with like reading or writing or, or whatever the case may be. Some kids have a hard time with math and, and they have insecurities about that. And so for Maybe two weeks before middle school started, she was anxious. She was nervous. And ultimately, she was afraid. And what ended up happening is when she actually went back to school or she started school for the first time, it turned out that everything was fine. All these fears, all these concerns, all these things that were keeping her from accepting the idea that she was going to go into school never came to fruition. They never happened. And now my guess is that if there wasn't a forced start date, those fears, those anxieties may have kept her. Let's just say she was going to college and she was going through the same thing. It may have kept her from actually even attending school to begin with. And I think a lot of notaries right now are feeling like they're in the same similar situation where they're not able to transition from where they're at now to where they 
claim they want to be, in this case, being a successful notary entrepreneur because of some fear that they have. Now, granted, a lot of these fears are legitimate, right? My daughter being bullied in school or having a hard time or getting ridiculed in in class, all of those things are possible, were possible. But the reality is they were very unlikely. And now she's doing great. After the first week, she came to me and she said, hey, dad, you know what? It turns out that all the other kids are just like me. They're just as insecure. They're all worried about what everybody else thinks of them. And and they're all worried about getting bullied. And she had this realization, hey, it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Now, I think we all can relate to that because we've all gone through that. We've all gone through times and transitions where we've had to make changes that were uncomfortable, that were out of our comfort zone, and there was a sense of fear. And so the one thing that is killing a lot of businesses, a lot of notaries from having a successful career and a successful business is the fear, the fear of getting started. And sometimes the fears, although legitimate, are often unlikely if you do a few things. But let me give you the definition of what fear is, okay? So fear is your response to the perception, perception of imminent danger. Usually it's a physical threat or it could be your perception of an imminent loss of an important value. So what do we, let me give you some examples. Now, Let me just say that a lot of you guys in the audience are reaching out to me and you guys are emailing me. You guys are finding me on social media and I'm having really cool, engaging conversations with you guys. So I want to thank you, all of you who have reached out. A lot of you have already reached out and I encourage the rest of you to reach out, talk to me, have a conversation. I'm learning a lot about what you guys need, what concerns you guys have. And a lot of these shows are are inspired by the, the comments and the feedback that I'm getting from from the audience of this show. So I appreciate all of you who have reached out and I encourage the rest of you to definitely reach out to me and if with any questions, comments, concerns, uh, I love hearing from you guys. One of the values that I hear that people or imminent dangers that people are afraid of is, well, what if I make a mistake, right? We know that as notaries, we have unlimited liability. Oh, that sounds scary, doesn't it? I mean, unlimited could be a quadrillion billion dollars. Uh, that's a lot of money. <laughs> unlimited liability. And although that is possible, it's unlikely. And if you take smart, precautionary actions, you can definitely mitigate or, or reduce the likelihood of getting in trouble by making a mistake as a notary. But the, the thing that happens in a lot of our heads is we, we have this fear that if we make a mistake, we might go to jail or we might have to pay thousands and thousands of dollars and go bankrupt and lose our shirts because we didn't do this right. And this fear, this fear stops us. And ultimately, this fear manifests itself, manifests itself into anxiety. Now, let me tell you what anxiety means, right? So anxiety stems from your appraisal. Again, Not necessarily reality, right? But the way you're evaluating the situation. Anxiety stems from your appraisal that there is a threat to your values. What do you value? 
Well, you value your freedom, right? You don't want to go to jail. You value your money. You don't want to lose it all. So there's this appraisal that you may lose your values. And it oft, usually off, and I'll continue with the definition, often involving uncertain uncertainty frequently Frequently, this threat is of psychological nature, such as a perceived threat to your self-esteem. So, psychological in nature, anxiety. Now, anxiety will create immobility. It will keep you from taking action. And this is what we call procrastination. Procrastination is stems from anxiety and fear. But it's, it's what's causing a lot of notaries from not moving forward in their notary career. Now, we're taught that procrastination is a bad thing. And I would say that it's not necessarily. Procrastination, anxiety, and fear are all valid emotions. They're all valid in the proper context. It's how we respond and deal with these feelings, these emotions, these appraisals of what we're confronted with that will make the difference. So let let me tell you why procrastination could be a good or bad thing. Procrastination is essentially something internally that's preventing you from doing something that you say you want to do. Now, there could be a few reasons why that's happening, but the biggest one is that you may not be as excited or as motivated as you think you are about doing whatever you said you want to do. So in this case, let's just say we've made a decision that we're going to become notaries. We're going to become notary entrepreneurs. We're going to be loan signing agents. We're going to have our own website. We're going to create our own local marketing system so we can get general notary work. This sounds great. And a friend told me, and this person does it, and I can work part-time, and I can make money uh, and leave my job. All these things sound great. But do you really want to do this? Does this really align with your values, with what you really want to do in life? Now, it doesn't have to be that notary is what you want to do. I mean, the idea that, you know, hey, mommy, when I grow up, I want to stamp paper, paperwork and have people sign on documents. I mean, that's, it's kind of silly to think, of that, think of about it that way. But notary can definitely serve as a means to some other end, whether it's more time with your family, whether it's making more income with less effort so you can pursue an education or go to school, or start a business, and you need more time, or maybe you want to write a novel, notary could give you that extra time. Or, or what if you're a stay-at-home mom and your husband works, but you want to make a little extra money so that you can afford a vacation every three months, so then you work a few hours on the weekend to make extra money to save for that vacation. I mean, there's so many reasons why you would have to do this, but do you really want to do this? Is it valuable enough to take the time to learn your craft, to invest the energy up front that's required to be a good notary? And that's something you have to ask yourself. The other reason why we might procrastinate is because we realize that this career 
as a notary is harder to do than we thought. It seems fun. It seems easy when you see other people doing it and when they talk about it. But you may realize that this is a little harder than you thought it was going to be to actually get started. Maybe it's not as easy to explain those loan documents. Now, for me, I've been doing this for over 20 years, so I can do those things. I can sign a set of loan documents with my eyes closed, with my right hand behind my back, and my left hand holding up my head because I'm taking a nap. And I can still sign loan documents. And I'm not bragging, but I've just been doing this so darn long. It's almost boring to me because... Over the years, I, it's the same stuff. But when you're starting brand new, there is a learning curve. And it may be harder than you thought. And now, that doesn't mean you don't pursue it anymore. But you need to potentially re- do a re- hard reevaluation of what it is you're actually trying to achieve. And if perhaps the way you're doing it may not be the best way. Maybe you have this ambition of making $10,000 a month as a notary, but that may up front seem a little daunting. It may be a little too big. And you may end up realizing that to do that, to make that amount of income, may be more work and require more effort than you originally thought it was going to require. And that's keeping you from moving forward. It's keeping you from starting or from furthering your progress in this career that you've chosen, hopefully for the right reasons, to do. So you may need to reevaluate whether you think this is harder than what you thought it was going to be. And if it is, then you may need to shorten or reduce or or bring, bring the goal closer to something that's more realistic. And then, and that leads into the, the, the last point here is once you've reevaluated and you've realized, you know what, maybe this is harder than I thought it was going to be. Maybe I need to reevaluate. And once you realize and know what you know that, that it's too hard, then you have to ask yourself, is this project worth the effort? So is being a notary, being a signing agent, doing this kind of work really worth it. I mean, I, I, maybe you just wanted to do a side gig like like Uber. Well, Uber's easy, right? Uber, you just sign up for the app and, and you park and you wait for people to call you and you pick them up and that's pretty easy. Some people compare it to being a, being a, a notary and they just want to make some side income. Fine, but it requires a lot more effort than that. So the first question is decide is it really worth my effort given the scope of the goal that I have? Or the other question is if it's not worth the effort based on the scale, can I scale it down? Can I bring it down? And so instead of saying to yourself, my goal is $10,000 a month, but you haven't made any money yet. The difference the space in between where you're at and that goal may be too too wide. The gap might be too big. And what's happening is that it's keeping you from moving forward. It's, it's, it's the cause of your procrastination. So maybe scale it down a little bit. Maybe the goal, maybe the goal. Again, if you need to, because you're procrastinating, maybe the goal is to say, let me shoot 
for $500 this month. And what will it take for me to make $500 in notary income? Now you've scaled your goal down. And when you scale that goal down, I'm sorry, when you scale that goal, yeah, when you scale it down like that, it allows you to now finish a smaller scale project and that will give you satisfaction. It will feel good to accomplish something that's easier to achieve than the bigger goal. And then from there, then you scale it up. Then you continue to add to that goal. Maybe the next month, if you were able to do 500, maybe the next month do 750. Then the next month do 1,000. This isn't a sprint. For me, it's been a, a, a full career since I was 18, 19 years old. That's a marathon. Now, I don't know where you're at in your life and how quickly you need to make money. But you need, if you don't look at it this way, then you're not going to go anywhere because it's just too much. You're, you're, it'll, it'll overload your mind and it'll become too daunting for you. So, again, now some of you may not have this issue. You may not have any fear, anxiety. You may be doing it the right way and procrastination is not an issue. Then, yeah, go for it. You know, go run that sprint it, and, and don't slow down if, if this isn't an issue. But if you're noticing that you've become immobilized and you don't know where to go and you're trying to watch all these videos and YouTubes and you're becoming overwhelmed, stop. Slow down. Reevaluate. And if need be, scale it down. So now let's just decide, let's just assume that you've introspected. You've thought about the values, the reason why you even want to do this. You've, you've, you've realized that maybe it's too big of a, of, a, of a project for you to do right now and you need to scale it down. And you're convinced that you want to do this. Now we need to change your identity. Your identity is the way you see yourself. Think about it as like a thermostat, all right? You, your home, I think a nice, te- I, li- I like 76. I don't know what you guys like in terms of temperature. During the summertime, I like 76. I don't like it too cold. And a thermostat's a great analogy because if it gets too hot, the temperature goes down to 76. Or if it gets too cold, the temperature will always come back up to 76. Or whatever temperature you're trying to, to be at. You right now, if you're just starting off brand new or you're kind of stuck in, in your, your career, you're a notary, you've been doing it for a while, but you're kind of stuck. You can't, you're not advancing like the way you would. Your thermostat is at a certain temperature. So let's just say you're, uh, you're an employee, you work at a job, you're not really excited about it. You, you, you heard about this notary opportunity. Oh yeah, sounds good. You know, my friend does it. And she works from home and she makes more money than I do. And I want what she's got. But the fears, you have the safe, secure job. You're afraid to, to, to quit. That's keeping you at a certain temperature, just say 60 degrees. And you try to do something ambitious, but because you haven't changed your identity, that thermostat will always bring you back down to 60 degrees. So what you need to do, first and foremost, is change 
your identity. Because if you do not, you will always be brought back to that temperature that you're set at. And this is mindset. This is the way you view yourself. So we need to change that temperature. If you want to get hot, if you want to be a, a hot notary that's just burning up with business, you need to bring up that level of temperature. And how do we do this? Well, there are three ways. The first way is to be aware of your associations. They say you are the average of the five people you hang out with. Well, if you hang out with employee-minded people and you start telling them about your ambition to be self-employed and work for yourself and they don't have that kind of mindset, what do you think they're going to do? They're going to bring you back down. You know that crab fisher, crab fishermen, these they, they have these little shallow boxes. I think they're about maybe three inches high. And they have, and when they catch a crab, they'll throw it in this box. Now, this crab could easily crawl out of this box. But once you have two or more of these crabs, here's what ends up happening. Once a crab starts trying to crawl out of this little shallow box, guess what the other crabs do? They grab their little legs with their little clip, with their little clamp thingies. And they pull them right back in. Like, hey, 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 don't go there. It might be, it might be dangerous out there. Stay with us. It's safer here. And they drag him back down. And so these crabs, <laughs> one tries to, to, to make a run for it. These other crabs just keep pulling them back in. And so the fishermen don't worry about it because they're not going to get out. They keep bringing themselves back down to, to the little. Eventually, they're going to be dinner, right? If your associations are people who don't think like you do, other notaries, other successful notaries, other people are going to, going to instill that fear inside of you. They're going to say, hey, you know, man, yeah, I don't know if you should quit your job. What, what about benefits? You know, what about uh, what about if it slows down? What if the market crashes? What are you going to do if the market crashes? Oh, my. Oh, I'm getting nervous just thinking about it. The first thing you need to do to change your identity is find better associations. Find other notaries. And how do we do that? Well, there's Facebook groups. There's Clubhouse. There's this show. You're listening to me right now. I am, and I want to be, one of the five people that you associate with. Reach out to me. My email, info at business uh, notarybusinesstalk.com shoot me an email ask me a question find me on social media let's have a conversation let me be one of your associations find another notary that's that's out there that maybe wants to help you go to a meetup figure out how you can associate with people that are achieving what you want to achieve because when you see them achieve when you see them having success it's going to change the way you view yourself by association. Number two. And by the way, let me go back to association. This is where having a mentor is huge. I recently had a, I recently interviewed uh, Renee, uh, Miss uh, Notary Consultant. And we were talking about how huge having a mentor was. I, when I first started this career, I got my notary license. I was ready to go. And for a whole year, I did not do anything because I did not know how to begin. I was afraid. I was afraid I was going to make mistakes. I didn't know how to start. And it wasn't until I met another notary who was willing to take me under her wing and help me out 
that I eventually became successful. So coaching, associations, friendships, this show will help change your your view of what's possible and ultimately increase the temperature in, in your thermostat. Number two, small bursts of effort. Figure out what you can do. You've scaled your goals down to something that you feel you can actually accomplish. Let's just say it's $500 a month in notary income. And you have a plan. You sort of, you've, you've studied enough. You've done your certifications. You've done notary to pro and you got your background check and you sort of have an idea of how notary documents work. You haven't done one yet, but you've practiced enough and, and someone's walked. Okay, you know what you have to do. Now you're getting these orders on your phone. Tell yourself that you are going to go on a blitz for maybe four weeks or three weeks or whatever it is, a short period of time, a short window where you're just going to go all out. You're just going to do as much as you possibly can. If you do that, if you put massive amount of effort into a short period of time, that will change the way you view yourself. And ultimately, create a new identity for yourself because you accomplished what you said you were going to do and you did it in a short amount of time. I'll give you an example. When I first started this podcast, I wasn't sure about this podcast, but I said to myself, I'm going to do it and I'm going to do it relentlessly. And after a few weeks of being consistent and, and recording this podcast and then hearing this amazing feedback from you guys, in my mind, I'm a podcaster. And in my mind, I'm going to be the best notary podcaster in the country. Well, it, really in the world, it, based on how podcasts works. But now I, I truly believe myself as being a, a great podcaster. But it took a burst of small effort, a small burst of effort that turned me into the, the person that I think I am now. And that, that shifted my identity. And number three is building self-confidence. And how do you build self-confidence? Well, self-confidence is really just another way of saying self-trust. Trusting yourself to do what you say you're going to do. And this goes back to the original point of scaling it down. Create small goals. Small, doable goals. So if, for example, you're set up and you're getting orders on your phone but you haven't taken any orders yet because you're afraid that you might make a mistake. Make it a goal to do at least one notary signing this week. Just one. Sign one set of loan documents. Is that doable? Yeah. What do you think is going to happen when you do that? And you complete that set of loan documents. Now, you might make a mistake. Okay. It's going to happen. But you kept your promise. You said you were going to do something and you did it. How do you feel about yourself right now? Do you feel proud of yourself? Did you come through like you said you were? Yeah. 
And pride is a great thing. Feeling proud about your achievements is a, is a cardinal value. And this small achievable goals will create trust in what you tell yourself and ultimately will lead to self-confidence and that will shift your identity. And the identity we're looking for is being a professional notary. So let me recap. The associations you hang out with, scheduling small windows of relentless work and maintaining and, and setting small doable goals will help you shift that identity. Let me give you an example that I, that I use in my daily life. And this is why, now this is separate, okay? This has nothing to do with notary work, but I, one of the things that I do is I'm, I do CrossFit. And the reason I like CrossFit is one, associations. I go to, the, 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 we call it the box, right? It's a gym and we go to a box and there are a bunch of other people. Some are fitter than I am. Some are not as fit. But there are a bunch of people around me who are serious about their health, serious about their fitness, serious about their diet and taking care of their bodies. I am associating myself with people who have the same ideas, same mindset as I do. Two, our workouts in CrossFit are small. Most workouts in CrossFit are anywhere from eight minutes to maybe 30 minutes on average. Small bursts of effort. And I'm able to go to the gym in the morning, get my, my, work, out, my work on, uh, my, my workout, and the rest of the day, I feel great. I feel accomplished. And I have now told, in my mind, I am now someone who's fit, someone who is in good shape someone who exercises. And the third thing is, with CrossFit, we have prescribed workouts. We call them RX workouts. And it's usually, we have a certain set of movements in a certain amount of time at a certain amount of weight. Now, I always try to pick a weight that I know, or hopefully can, finish the workout within the allowed time because I want to be able to accomplish a small doable goal in this case the short workout that we have it's this now prior to crossfit i was the guy that would go to the gym work out by myself after my new year's resolution and after two weeks i would get bored because nobody around was talking to me they were all listening to their music and i would quit i wouldn't do it anymore i had no associations nobody to talk to I had no accountability. I went when I wanted to go. These classes are, are scheduled. I know I have to be there at a certain amount of time, a certain time, or else I can't work out. And there's and, and there was no goals. I mean, I show up at the CrossFit gym and they tell us what we're going to do and, and what how much time we have to do it. I just have to figure out the weight and then I accomplish it. So this is just an example of how the way you do one thing is the way you do anything in life. And when it comes to notary, if you want to change your identity, if you want to change the way you view yourself so that you can stop procrastinating, so you can overcome this fear, 
This is what I would recommend you, you do. So if you're right now in a position where you're immobilized, where you're, you feel overwhelmed, you don't know how to get started, find a mentor, find a, a, a community, find a group. Focus on what you can do for a short amount of time and set goals that are realistic. And I think this, doing this, will hopefully get you past whatever hurdle, whatever hump, whatever you feel is holding you back so that you can move on with this career and enjoy all the benefits that a lot of us who are already successful notaries are currently enjoying. Now, again, I mentioned this before and I'll mention it again. If you want to reach out, if you want to ask me a question, if you have a, a comment or something you want to you want to run by me, if you have an idea for a show or something you would like to get answered, send me an email. My email is info at notarybusinesstalk.com or you can find me on social media. I would love to hear from all of you guys. And until next time, thank you so much for listening. I hope you have an amazing, productive week. Take care, you guys. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Notary Business Talk. To learn more about becoming a notary entrepreneur or to find out how Abraham can help you achieve your business goals, visit notarybusinesstalk.com.